The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever said you've got 20 that says Moe's going to take one in the eye from Curly, you're probably our kind of listener. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Coast to coast. And we are back. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Monday, hour number two, right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us on Sirius XM, channel 159. Later this hour, we have Rick Haro, sports business and legal insider. Move him up a day here. We can Monday for Haro this week. And then later on, NFL insider here on Sports Grid, Adam Kaplan. We will recap yesterday. We will get ready for Bills and Patriots tonight in Orchard Park, as we were just discussing. Let's get to some college football now. We are set with our national semifinals, the college football playoff rankings, final ones out yesterday after the championship games over the weekend, and Alabama once again gets it done. And I bought in. I'm a sucker. This is the year. Alabama's going to lose to Georgia Georgia never beats Alabama. Their defense is too good this year. Alabama's not going to be able to score on them. They couldn't score on LSU. They couldn't score on Auburn. They're not going to be able to score on Georgia. Nick Saban's laughing at everybody, like he always does this time of year. Laughing at you again. As 41-24, to they completely ripped the Georgia defense in half. It was embarrassing watching Jameis and William just running free down the sidelines. The vaunted Georgia defense. Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs never get it done in a big spot. And once again on Saturday, that happened to them. So that elevates Alabama to the number one seed, the number one ranking in that college football playoff where they are going to play Cincinnati. They beat Houston in the American Conference title game. They complete the 13-0 season, the first team ever out of the group of five to find their way into the big boys club of the college football playoff. Michigan destroyed Iowa in the Big Ten title game. They will be there as well. So, your New Year's Six Bowls. We have the two national semifinals. That will be the Cotton Bowl between Alabama and Cincinnati and the Orange Bowl between Michigan and Georgia. We also have the Peach between Michigan State and Pitt. We've got Notre Dame and Oklahoma State in the Fiesta, Ohio State and Utah in the Rose, and Baylor and Ole Miss will play in the Sugar Bowl. So let's hear from our friend Nick Saban, who had another big Saturday in Atlanta, never loses when he's a dog, never loses in Atlanta, and he now will face Cincinnati. Behind closed doors, he's smiling ear to ear. In this clip, he's going to say Cincinnati deserves to be here and they're a very tough team. Here's Nick Saban. I think it's good for college football that everybody in every conference feels like they have an opportunity. If they have success and uh, their team is consistent and performs in the fashion that the University of Cincinnati performed all year long. I mean, uh, how many undefeated teams are there out there? And it's very, very difficult to do. So you got to have a special mindset and a special group of young men to be able to do that. So I absolutely think that everyone who participates in college football, Division One level, should feel like they have an opportunity uh, to get in the playoff. The line at FanDuel right now is 14 for the Bearcats and the Crimson Tide. Uh, We, of course, have a couple weeks away. These games will happen on New Year's Eve. Um, I I think that Alabama's going (laughs) to take them to the woodshed. I think it's going to be very, very tough for Cincinnati to compete. And don't look to the Georgia game last year that they played. Do not look to that game. Georgia was missing so many guys off of that team. 
who didn't play. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Pharrell Coast to Coast, on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us. So the other side of it is the Cincinnati Bearcats. Head coach Luke Fickle, he doesn't want his team to put too much pressure on themselves as they get ready to face big, bad Alabama. Here's Luke. You know, we don't want to think we're carrying some flag for, uh, you know, the uh, non-big schools, so to speak. We uh, we just want to be us. And uh, our guys have done an unbelievable job all year at kind of handling all the the, the different distractions and different things that, uh, you know, we've kind of gone through, um, you know, with uh, people trying to tell you how you need to play and what you need to do to have any chance. Um, but I think more than anything, our guys are just incredibly excited to be challenged against, obviously, the number one team in the country and Coach Saban and the Crimson Tide, who um, obviously they know everything about. And uh, so for us in the program, it's an incredible opportunity and a, and a great measuring stick in all that we've been doing. So the hype will begin now for the next three and a half weeks for Cincinnati to take on Alabama down in Dallas in the Cotton Bowl. The other game, like we said, Michigan and Georgia in Miami at the Orange. Let's hear from Kirby Smart. Couldn't beat Alabama if the school gave him a $50 million bonus for doing so. Uh, he thinks that the Bulldogs are going to be better because of Saturday's loss. Gee, I hope so. They were awful. Here's Kirby Smart. It's a great learning experience for our guys to understand that now you've got to go experience. look at yourself in the mirror and say, we got to figure out experience. what's the best thing we do. And how do I get better at Where's this point? Kirby? Is and I do think here? you can get better at this I point. Mean, I think our guys um, got to get away from that. On the side of the road? They'll Where's do nothing Kirby but work here? hard now oh, to be the best they can be. We haven't played the best version of ourselves. I've said that all year. And that's our job as coaches, to get the best version of them out. And we got to do that. So not, not only did Kirby take Saturday against Alabama extremely seriously, he took the uh, post-ranking announcement interviews very seriously as well in the back of his stretch limousine. Nice job there for Kirby Smart. Uh, Baylor upset Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. Oklahoma State only had several hundred chances down at the goal line to win and get themselves potentially in the playoff. I still think it would have been fascinating to see if they would have got in over Cincinnati. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Monday. We'll come back. Rick Harrow right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Monday right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Carver High in for Scotty. He is back tomorrow. We usually talk to Rick Haro on Tuesdays, but move him up a day. We've got him on Monday this week. Hi, Rick. How are you? I got a black tie dinner tomorrow night with the uh, with the uh, national international polo enthusiasts. I- I'm not going to be, uh, you know, uh, hanging around with you losers. That That's a big deal. Are you nervous, oh. by the way, tonight? Are you nervous about tonight? 
Uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. But but the com- as we're getting closer to kickoff, the confidence is taking over. The better football team will win, Rick. And that is the one that plays in Orchard Park, New York. 16-13 Bills tonight there, Rick. I gave you the score, too. A little bit of a rock fight. Well, 16-13. Do you mind? Points. Do you mind if I, I? I I appreciate your prediction, but do you mind if I watch it anyway? I, I'll just I'll just go ahead and watch. I, I'm not going to take that to the bank. You can go ahead and okay. watch. I already told you what's going to happen, Rick. But you can go ahead and watch anyway. That's fine by me. Uh, I was just talking about before you came on uh, the college football playoff. We have our semifinals ready to go: Cincinnati and Alabama, Georgia and Michigan. But we don't just have that, Rick. We've got forty. Two bowl games over the next month. Let the cash roll in, Rick. Well, let the cash roll in to certain people, right? Everybody, this is the standard time where everybody says there are too many bowls. But let's remember what the bowls are for. They're for ESPN and ABC. You realize that Fox has one, and uh, I guess Barstool has one. They snuck into that stuff, and CBS has the Sun Bowl. But other than that, it's the ABC family of networks. Don't you ever forget it. And... The studies are telling us that the average fan is better schooled. He's more avid. He has more money than almost anybody else who watches any other sporting events because it's the alum of those institutions. So you can stack up 5,000 people. You put them in a row where the camera sees them. You call it a sellout and ESPN buys the product. And that's the end of the day. I will say this, that pinstripe Duke mayonnaise bowl, uh, the uh, a Frisco Classic, and the Myrtle Beach Bowl. There, I said them. Those are barn burners. You know why? All four of those games have a combined 6-6 six and six record of all the teams who play in all of those bowls, 17-6-6 six and six teams altogether. If that ain't mediocrity, I don't know what is. They're also exciting to us, Rick. Uh, the sports bettors. We love bowl yeah, games. Because it's more ga- it's more games for us to bet on. So even though we've got two six and six teams freezing in the Bronx at the Pinstripe Bowl, we're gonna bet on yeah. it, Rick. That's what we love. And by the <laughs> way, here's a classic example. Uh, my cousin is uh, in the SI uh, Sports Information uh, Department, uh, somewhat affiliated with them at Virginia Tech. He doesn't care that they're six and six. He gets to go to Yankee Stadium. And then look, that's the bottom yeah. line of what these bowls are all about. And for betters. We ought to do a scientific analysis at the end of the year. I'm going to be down in the Bahamas, so I'll start the research. You finish the research. I think the the odds for the bowls are uh, it's the highest risk you could ever have because there's always one team that doesn't show up. Every game, there's a team that's in awe of the experience, and they don't show up. You don't know who it's going to be. That adds to the betting excitement. Uh, last week, we talked about Lincoln Riley and his uh, shocking departure to USC from Oklahoma. Later in the week, we had Brian Kelly picking up the ball from South Bend and heading to Baton Rouge to coach LSU. From a numbers and business perspective, Rick, what does this mean for somebody like Kelly going from South Bend to LSU? There's a third ball he needs to pick up. So, Merrick Cristobal today. So the yes. University of Miami, right? So the University of Miami is taking care of, you know, the eight million from the Iowa, uh, the uh, Oregon contract, the n- n- nine million, the eight million to buy Manny Diaz out of his contract, and oh by the way, the eight million a year that they're paying him. Now this is a school that practiced some fiscal restraint over the last few years, and already there's talk about a new stadium in Coral Gables to take the team out of Hard Rock. Uh, so look. If you make a statement about how important your CEO of director of football operations, which is a hundred million dollar deal, you got to spend the money. There is no stock. There is no equity. And uh, you can't do that. So next best thing is you do the buyout on one side, you do the buyout on the other side and you pay the guy a lot of money. That is the Kelly mantra. That is the uh, the uh, the mantra of, of Lincoln Riley. And oh, by the way, Ed Ogeron, really upset. But every month he goes to his mailbox and he cashes a million dollar check for 18 straight months. How's that sound? I was reading today, Rick, 14 coaches bought out so far in this coaching cycle for $94.4 million. Justin buyouts. That's coaches getting the check like Eddie O to sit at home. $94 million. What a business, Rick. Uh, it is amazing well, but how it, big but the it, buyout by the way, business but it, is. Yes, it is. But it's a guaranteed contract 
effectively because yep. you could be fired at will for any reason. So what's the nature of it? It's called a, it's called a buyout here. If you're a major league baseball player and you sign a guaranteed contract for X number of years, same kind of thing. You get your money. It's just, you know, they, they, they can cut you and it's not called a buyout. It's called the back end of a guaranteed contract. It's all about money. You can call it an aardvark. You can call it an armadillo, but it's money. Coast to coast, we're talking with our sports business and legal insider, Rick Harrow. Florida suspends sports gambling after federal court of appeals denies the Seminole tribe's emergency stay. Yeah, I went to Hard Rock and I saw the doors padlocked and I started crying. I pounded on the door. Let me in. I want to lose some money like everybody else does. 40 years of gambling thoughts and searches and desires to get it done. We are that close in the state of Florida. The uh, Indian tribes, the Seminole Nation, is now spending the best money lawyers uh, l- lawyers money can buy. And at the end of the day, it's very hard for a uh, gaming compact to be overturned. That's exactly what this judge did. We haven't heard the end of it. It's now going to be appealed. An expedited appeal probably is on the way because they're really harmed if they can't open up, if they ultimately prevail, and then they got six months waiting for trial. So there are a lot of legal maneuverings over the holiday. I wouldn't be surprised if we start gaming back again in early January, but don't quote me on that. And I'm only a lawyer. I don't know what I'm talking about. Take the locks off the doors. Let's go, baby. Open it up. Uh, Global (laughs) eSports betting, a $66 billion industry now, Rick. Unbelievable. You combine the global esports with the global mobile betting, which is now 50% of the market, and you get numbers that nobody would have ever thought about. And now, as we know, 35 states are legalizing mobile uh, betting, and it's not going to be 35 next year. It's going to be up to in the early, in the low 40s. And maybe the only state that doesn't get it done at the end of the day is Utah. Well, they'll have no roads, they'll have no bridges, uh, they'll have no teachers, uh, they'll have no transportation, and maybe they'll even decide that it's not a moral issue anymore. It's an economic issue. So obviously, the more states after May 2017-18 and the Supreme Court ruling, the more revenues and what was one state's desire, like New Jersey, after being the odd man out, it's now the passion of everybody in $66 billion. That's not enough. It's going to double. It's going to grow, by the way, as you see from that study, 10% every year. And by 2028, you're going to double it and even more. We've got just under a minute left, Rick. I was surprised when I saw that the Penguins were sold to the Fenway Sports Group. That's a massive deal. Well, it's a massive deal because we don't even know if LeBron can skate. And, you know, he's a member of the Fenway Sports Group. He'll mix yes. it up uh, in front of the goal. Can you imagine LeBron James on skates as a center <laughs> with a stick? Get out of my way. Well, he's not doing that. He'll just rake in the dollars as a diverse athlete. But it is interesting because the Board of Governors of the NHL is meeting today and, and tomorrow, and they'll approve a deal. It should be over a billion when all said and done. A long way, by the way, from when Mario Lemieux gave up his salary to save the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Look where they are now. Yeah, that's certainly right. Rick, radio later in the week. You and Scotty can talk about Manny Diaz, Mario Cristobal, and the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Have a good day, Rick. See SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? 
Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Carver High in for Scotty. He is back tomorrow, as always, on Monday. We take a look back at Sunday and get ready for Monday night, a very big Monday night football game this week with Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan. Happy Monday, Adam. How are you? Happy Monday to you. I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight's game, which will be windy. We'll get to that later, but... We had the typical week in week 13 where right when you're ready to back a team, they let you down. And then there's yeah. some teams that are getting better and better, like the Dolphins, which we obviously can get into. But certainly an interesting week in week 13 in the National Football League. I think that just big picture before we get into the Dolphins, Adam, I think that we are driving into what will be the most unpredictable and crazy NFL playoffs that we have ever had because there is so much uncertainty week to week on who's the best teams, who's the middle teams, one week a team's good, one week a team's bad. I think January is going to be nuts. You know, Mike, it's funny. We were talking about this on the uh, Pro Football Today show yesterday. There's There are a lot of good teams, and then there are teams like Arizona's got the best record in football, and nobody talks about them. And they just continue to win. So you have to figure – Based on what they play offense and defense, they're going to be there till the end. You, they should be. But then you have the Bucs are playing great football. They're only a game back of the Cardinals. And then you, you and I have talked about the NFL's middle class. Who out of that middle class? Can't trust the Bengals. We'll get to them. You got the Chargers, who seemingly up and down. The Rams, who we thought were on the upper tier. They've had some bad losses recently, though they, they had a cake win yesterday. So you're right. There's a lot of unpredictability the National Football League. And by the way, that's what they want from talking to the league over the years about this. They love the so-called competitive balance. They certainly do. Now, it looks like the six and seven seeds in both conferences are going to go down to the wire. And the Miami Dolphins, Adam, have put themselves back in the conversation after a one and seven start. They have won five in a row. Yeah, Mike, it's interesting. They're now the, the they're still seated thirteenth, but they're not too far back of of a playoff spot. They're a game and a half back. But when you look at their situation, I, I'll admit I, I I left them for dead earlier this season. They were they were so bad. In some ways, not very competitive talking to teams that had played them. Uh their tape wasn't very good from week to week. Their defense, which was almost hard to believe they were bad. I know they were injured in the secondary, and Brian Flores, the head coach, comes from the defensive side of the football. But they were underachieving. They had the highest-paid cornerback tandem in the National Football League. And they were just floundering. And look, we had the two rumors in terms of will they trade for Deshaun Watson or not. I still believe that they're going to pursue a veteran quarterback in free agency. Tua was not playing well. He was injured. He had the, the broken middle finger. He had, he had broken ribs. You just wondered what was going to happen with this team. And would ownership have to make a decision on what's going to happen after the season? Well, They've turned the season around, as you said, from 1-7, and seven, now they've won five in a row. Now the question is, do you believe in them? The, the big key in why I believe in them is their major improvement on defense. Over the last five games, they're only giving up 11 points per game. And over that time, they forced 11 turnovers. You saw what they did to Lamar Jackson on that Monday night game, or that Thursday night game, was it? Was it Thursday night? I, some weeks ago. Where they Thursday blitzed. Night, no, one, yes. no team has had a higher blitz rate this season than the Dolphins did at home in a primetime game against Lamar Jackson. They knew they had to do it, and I give Brian Flores credit. That, to me, is their turnaround. They're going to be a physical football team. They're starting to get good play from Tua. Over the last three games, just has five touchdowns, and only one turnover. The thing with Tua, though, Mike, it's a, the, the reason why people criticize him is he seems to make dumb mistakes from time to time where you go, what was that? But he hasn't done that of late, and that's why they've got this winning streak. 
And I got to ask you something else there with, with the Giants off of that game because I was stunned that Joe Judge sat up there afterwards and said that he thought the team played well and that the team is getting close. I know that he's trying to stay positive, Adam, but geez, I mean, you can't do that. The team never wins. They lose every week, Adam. When, when you're Joe Judge, right, and Dave Gellman's job is on the line, he's the general manager who hired you, and if, if Dave Gellman retires or, or he leaves the organization – the new GM will have to make a decision whether he wants Joe Judge. So Joe Judge has to be as positive as he can be. He's only in his second year. Remember last year, they got off to that terrible start in the first half and they turn it around, but they have not been able to build off that second half of last year, which has been very surprising, particularly on the defensive side of the football, where they've been better lately, but not good enough. And now, you know, you're, they, they, they're down to Mike Lennon, a quarterback who didn't play particularly well yesterday, though the game was winnable. They, 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 didn't, they didn't do much on offense. They've just been majorly disappointing and, you know, if you and I ranked our top five most disappointing teams this season, I believe the Giants have to be somewhere in the top five. I'll admit, I expect them to be much better. I'm with you 100%. Uh, the Giants will go to play the Chargers next week in Los Angeles, who got a very big win in Cincinnati against mm. the Bengals, two teams that are very similar, Adam, but the Chargers showed up on the road. I was shocking. I, I Now, I, we know if, if you play, pay close attention to the game, it was wild where – the Chargers go up 24-0. And then typical Charger fashion, they almost blow the lead. They, they The Bengals score 22 straight points, but never score again. And here's another problem, and we continue to talk about this. Pharrell and I, you and I, have talked about this with the Bengals. They do not have a great offensive line. Is it better than last year? Sure. But they were without the right tackle, Riley Reef, their center, Trey Hopkins. Their pass protection was terrible. Joe Burrow got sacked six times, hit 11 times. He struggled. He turned it over four times. It, they were awful on offense yesterday. There's no doubt about it. And their offensive line, owner Mike Brown is technically his personnel control. He's got to do something about this. They, When you spend the first pick overall quarterback, your job is to protect him the best way that you can. And that, if you talk to personnel people in the National Football League, they will tell you the way you win in the National Football League, ask the Ravens this, ask the Eagles this. It starts up front on the offensive defensive lines. You work yourself front to back. And you don't you don't start building at wide receiver. You build it on the offensive line, and that is why the Bengals continue to come up short when it matters. I get that they're 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 much more competitive than they have been. They're going for the first winning record since I think 2016. But man, a, a game like this, you just have to scratch your head. How do they come up flat? Remember now, before the bye, they got smoked at home against the Browns. Then after the bye, they win two straight. Now they they lay this clunker. They're just like the Chargers. I call this the hard to trust ball yesterday. They're the two most untrustworthy teams when you try to analyze and figure out who they are as a football team. I, they both have enormous amount of talent. They're very, very similar. And quite frankly, they'll probably make the playoffs. I think both will be there in the end for a wild card. Yeah, and would it stun you at all? We just talked about how bad the Giants are, Adam. But would it stun you at all if they pushed the Chargers and the Chargers struggled with the Giants this week, even though they, they had a big win in Cincinnati, because that's the way the Chargers roll. They'll probably struggle with the Giants on Sunday at home. You know, and, and, and by the way, home field, once again, not a fact, much of a factor anymore. Uh, SoFi has not been great for the Chargers at home. They have a winning record on the road, a losing record at home this season. Uh, now, it would have surprised me, yes, because the Giants are in, in total disarray, but let's not forget the Giants didn't win in New Orleans this season. They played great there. They, they, they play the Chiefs very hard. Now, they didn't play well against the Bucs, and that's why Jason, one of the many reasons why Jason Garrett lost his job as their offense coordinator. But, man, they're just pathetic. I, I, they've been one of the underachievers this season. I, I, I'm so disappointed in the Giants this season. I cannot, I cannot tell you how disappointed I am. Let's go to MetLife yesterday where the Eagles were there for the second week in a row, Adam. <laughs> this time they get the W, and it was Minshew mania at MetLife for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mike, it was one of these games. Going in, you know, I knew kind of Friday that there was probably going to be a quarterback change in terms of Jalen Hurts not being ready. The talking with the Eagles, they they wanted Hurts to get have a chance to play for the first time being injured, and it's, his ankle just did not come around. So uh, Hurts did not even dress for the game. They'll rehab it. They think he'll be ready uh, after the bye at home against Washington. Gardner Minshew played great. He hit his first eleven passes. Uh, it was his first start since last December. Actually, yeah, it's almost been a year, December 20th, 2020 at Baltimore. But he did a great job. He really did. He managed the game well. They didn't get a touchdown in the second half, but they didn't need it. Uh, but look, 
they ha- the Eagles have Gardner Minshew under their control for next season. They gave up a six-round pick. That was a really smart trade. And they traded Joe Flacco, by the way, uh, to the Jets, as you know, earlier this season. So, look, the bottom line is when you look at the situation, and I know in talk radio here today, by the way, it's been crazy. Fans are they're start trying to start this artificial sort of quarterback controversy. There is none. Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach, made it clear that Hurts is a starter after their bye. As long as he's healthy, he is their starter. But in Philly, look, we went through this with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. We've been through this with uh, – Michael Vick and Kevin Cobb. It never stops. Everybody wants the backup quarterback, but Jalen Hurts is clearly the starter for this season. But like you said, and you know it's true, especially in that town, you could come back from the bye. The Eagles are very much in the mix to get one of these playoff spots. Those last two spots in the NFC are up for grabs. And if they come back from the bye and Hurts doesn't play well in that first game, Adam, you know everybody's going to go wild because of how well Minshew played yesterday. That that's exactly right, Mike. Because this goes on in every town, whatever market you're in. We're in a where I'm in a top five media market, Mike, and where you are, in the, you're obviously in the big one. They, everybody loves the backup quarterback, and these fans, because the Eagles are a little bit better than most people expect. And I know six and seven is not a great record, but they're a little ahead of schedule. Fans now would love to see them make the playoffs. And remember, if Carson Wentz plays just a little bit this coming week, well, actually, when they get back, uh, the Eagles are going to get their first round pick, the, the Colts. So. Um, bottom line is the Eagles are going to have three first-round picks next year, and let's see if they use it on a quarterback. The Eagles will play the Washington football team after their bye at home, which could be a very crucial game. We know how the football team has been playing well right now, too. All right, Pharrell coast-to-coast on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty. We're talking with Adam Kaplan. We will come back. We'll talk a little bit about the Ravens, some other games from yesterday, and then the Bills and the Patriots in a very windy Orchard Park. Tonight for Monday Night Football. We keep going on Coast to Coast after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Pharrell coast to coast on a Monday here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Carver High in for Scotty. He'll be back tomorrow. We are talking with Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan. A couple more notes from yesterday before we get to the Bills and the Pats tonight on Monday Night Football. Ravens and Steelers yesterday, Adam. Mm-hmm. A very mm-hmm. good game and a very big, de- big decision by John Harbaugh at the end of that game going for two. That was interesting. It's funny because when Tony Romo said he, they should go for two, I, I think probably most of us at home said they're not. There's no way they do that. And then John Harbaugh did it. Look, he's a gambler. He's a he's a he's been an assistant coach and a head coach in the National Football League for many years. Uh, you want to beat your rival. They, they, there's no love lost between the two teams. And it was I mean, if Lamar Jackson just threw it a little bit harder and a little bit wider, this game's over and they would have won it. Uh, but look, they, not only did they lose, they lost Marlon Humphrey, their star corner for the season, the rest of the season in playoffs. He 
suffered a torn pectoral muscle. That that's bad because remember, Mike, Marcus Peters, our other starting corner, tore his ACL before the season started when they had that crazy practice where two players tore ACLs. So that that's really going to be a problem. Their run defense is better now. Brandon Williams returned recently, uh, who's their best run stop and D tackle from a shoulder injury. It's going to be hard for them. And I know teams fit, you know, go in thinking, okay. We're probably not going to score a lot of points, but the way to beat the Ravens now to me is going to be throwing the football. You got to do this. You, whoever you know, you're go, whenever you're going up against the Ravens from now on in, you got to throw it, and that to me is the only way you're going to beat them. You throw the football if you could protect. I know they've got a good rush. Uh, you, you throw the football, and that that to me is the way you're going to beat the Ravens. And it sounded like Harbaugh after the game, Adam was kind of factoring in that he was down on cornerbacks. He was like, I got no bodies left in the secondary. Yeah. I might as well try to win this game now, along with the fact that they're a heavy analytical team as it is. I'm sure that all those injuries on the back end did factor in him trying to win it right there. Yeah, Tavon Young's had a knee issue. Uh, they've had Jimmy Smith has had some injuries. He's an older player. They ju- you're right. They're, they're running out of bodies at corner. They're down at safety, too. They're playing some backups. It's going to be hard for them. I, I give them credit, though. He's a great coach. They're still 8-4. and four. They're a third seed in the AFC. They're going to make the playoffs, even if they don't win the division, though they still could – I guess you could still say they're the favorite. They should win it, but it's no lock. It's going to be hard for them. Look, they, you can't predict injuries. Uh, there's a 100% injury rate in the National Football League. That's just the way it is. But, you know, on the other side, i got to give the Steelers credit. I, I, I've not been very big on them this season. They've, they've been majorly disappointing. I know they've had some injuries – uh, defensive line, they don't stop the run like they used to. They got two starters out on injured reserve on their D-line. Joe Hayden missed another game with a sprained foot. Remember this week, they're on a short week. They play Thursday at the Vikings. And then every time you have an upset or you win a game, you're looking for someone to come out of nowhere or be a star when you're depressing the service. Keller Weatherspoon, who they traded for, for uh, from the 49ers before the season started, he barely played. He only appeared in three games before this one, and he started his first game. He played great. I, I could not predict this. You, you just cannot predict this. He did a great job, and he was a game saver for the Steelers. And I give them credit. Look, it, it still doesn't look good. It still doesn't look good, but they're only half a game out of that last wildcard spot held by the Bengals. But as you know, the Bengals beat the Steelers twice, so that's almost like a game and a half if they died. So uh, the Steelers are hanging in there, Mike. I didn't expect this, but they're hanging in there. They certainly are, and it's just like everybody else in the AFC, Adam. When you think that somebody's dead and buried, they end up winning a game that puts them back into it. You know, the Chargers have done this. We had the Broncos that week in Dallas where everybody thought they were finished, and they ended up beating the Cowboys. Like, the Steelers had that moment yesterday, and now if they can win Thursday, and the Vikings got their own problems, Adam, after losing to the Lions yesterday. Vikings have all kinds of problems. If the Steelers can win on Thursday night, Boom, they're in just as good a shape as anybody else out there. Yeah, so so now if you look at the playoff picture, right, as we enter week 14 tomorrow, there are legitimately 13 teams in it for, for a division or a wild card. In the NFC, legitimately, there are 12 teams, although I think the teams at 5-7, and seven, Minnesota, Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, it, I don't see it happening. You never say never, but it's going to be very, very difficult. But this is what the NFL, te- the NFL wants, as we were talking about in the first segment, the NFL loves competitive balance. Why? It keeps fans interested. When you don't know what's going to happen, I thought you set this up so well at the start of our segments. Nobody knows what's going to happen. This is the first time in 21 years. I'm probably, if I'm above 500 picking games, it's 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 going to be close. Right now, I, I am. Usually, I'm about 30 to 40 games over 500. I, I don't know if I'm going to be much over 500. It's really difficult. If I have a week where I'm two games over 500 picking games, I'm happy. It's really, really difficult this season. It's like you just said, 25 out of 32 teams, as we've hit the second week in December, have a chance to possibly, a legitimate chance to possibly make the playoffs. That is exactly what the NFL wants as they come down to the last five weeks of their season. Sunday night last night, Chiefs and the Broncos. I think the Chiefs were great offensively, Adam, and Mahomes even said so after the game. We don't always have to score 40. Their defense did a lot of the heavy lifting against the Broncos last night. Yeah, this is one I got right in uh, week 13. I I expected to be some sort of a blowout or an easy win or a relatively easy win for the Chiefs, and it was. Andy Reid now, best record after buys in NFL history, 20-3, and whether it's with the, the Eagles and the Chiefs. And Look, it, they, you're, you're right. Their offense wasn't very good. But the, the key to Patrick Mahomes is he needed to accept that you don't have to make the spectacular play every time you have the football, every series. And he's not doing that. Over those first seven games, he had 11 turnovers. 
He only has four over the last five games. That's why they're winning. He's not forcing throws. He's taking what the defense gives to him. And now here's a stat that someone told me. I wanted to confirm it, and it's true. The first time as a full-time starter, he's gone two games in a row without throwing a touchdown pass. That says a lot about Patrick wow. Mahomes and not forcing it, and he's just playing much better. And then defensively, they are playing great football. Steve Spagnuolo, who's the master of the blitz, the zone blitz, and master of disguise. He's a guy that plays a lot of man defense, but he's he's junked that. They're playing a lot of zone. They're simplifying the game plans. I, I remember talking to Ian Reid about this years ago. Why is he so good after the after the bye, and what would he do during the bye? He would always say this. He would kick their players out, go home, rest up, get healed up, and the coaches would work, not all week, but maybe half the week, and go over self-scouting, what, what didn't go right, what do they need to do right, and so forth. And he's just great at it. Now, they don't have a big lead. They're still just a game up over the Chargers. Uh, now, they, they also host the Raiders on Sunday. But, look, this is a dominant game, and this I, I got to give them credit. They've turned this thing around. I wasn't so sure, but I do trust Danny Reid. Remember when they were three and four after seven weeks? People locally, I do uh, radio in there on WHB every Thursday, and they kept asking me, what's going on? I'm like, listen, Andy Reid might be the best November and December coach other than Bill Belichick over the last 25 years. He's incredible at it, and he's working his magic once again. And the buy-in, by the way, Mike, the players have, is enormous. They tip, they just go with it. Whatever Andy wants done, they get it done. Yeah, I mean, they were left, again, three and four. Everybody said, ah, they're done. This is finally the Chiefs are finished. Eight and four now, and if the Bills win tonight, which we'll talk about in a moment, you'll have four teams at eight and four at the top of the AFC. The Chiefs will be one of them. Now, they don't have tiebreakers against any of them, Adam. That's the weird part. They've lost to the Bills, they've lost to the Titans, and they've lost to the Ravens, but they'll have just as good a chance as anybody else down the stretch to maybe even get the top seed in the AFC. Yeah, and another thing is, knock on wood, they're pretty healthy right now. And the, the, the other thing is, just yeah. talking to coaches over the last couple of weeks, you're hearing them talk about their injury situations. To me... That is the key as you get through December and onto the playoffs. Whether you're a wild card team, a divisional winner, or you're one of the, the, the bye teams, you know, remember now we only get one bye per conference, not two. It's the healthier football team. And your COVID issues, that's another thing. Because COVID is still prevalent. It's not as bad as last year, obviously, but it's still a factor uh, around the league and, and hoping uh, guys stay healthy because you need these starters, uh, particularly when you get down the stretch here. Monday night football tonight in Orchard Park. The Belo, baby. The Bills and the Patriots. First place in the AFC East on the line, Adam. And we also have some very, very tough conditions. We're going to have consistent wins between 25 and 30 miles an hour and gusts up to 50. We've seen some snow showers, some guys tweeting out already. We got ourselves a fun one tonight in Buffalo. Yeah, so let's start with this. You may not see very many field goals. In fact, though the, the extra point's only 33 yards, you may not see a lot of them. They have two really good kickers, Nick Falk, the veteran, and then you've got uh, Tyler Bass has been a great story for the Bills. But I don't know if you'll have a lot of kicking in this game, and it's going to be tough. Now, one thing is, you know, being a Bills fan, they don't run the ball particularly well. They try. They're, they're actually 11th in attempts, but they just don't run it very well. Um, the Patriots are actually 11th in attempts, and the, the Bills actually run it pretty well. Uh, when they're committed to it, but they don't they don't commit to it. That's the problem because they, they get frustrated. They're actually 10th in attempts. Bills are 11th in attempts. And Josh Allen obviously is part of that because he runs the ball. He's, he's run it, oh, about six or seven times a game. And you know he, he's going to run it tonight uh, because there will be, be, be the ability to. Uh, the key to tonight, though, is don't turn it over. Ball security. You talked about the win. It's going to be hard. Passing is, is at a premium tonight. If you throw, it's got to be short. It's going to be hard to throw it downfield. Now, you could pass it in snow as long as there's no wind, but there's going to be wind tonight. It's going to be very, very difficult. Now, the Patriots have one advantage. We were talking about the running game. They are committed to it in play-action passing. And when you throw it, you're again, you're not going to throw it far. Zach, Zach Jones, he doesn't throw it very far. Mac Jones doesn't throw the ball very far. We know that. He doesn't have a very strong arm. But your guy, your guy at quarterback, um, he can do it. So, uh, to me... It's got to be Devin Singletary, Matt Breed at running back, Josh Allen. He can do it as well at running back. Now, the, the, here's another thing. Do they have Zach Moss running the ball? Remember, he was inactive last week. Do they have him going tonight? Uh, to me, that's a factor because he's one thing he could do, Mike, as you know. He could grind the football. Yeah, he absolutely can. And they get rookie right tackle Spencer Brown back in the Huge. mix tonight as yep. well. And he's been a big part of that offensive line. 
You're right about Mac Jones, Adam, and I don't expect Bill Belichick to let him throw the ball much tonight. And here's the two things for me with Mac. I think personally this is his first true road environment that he's going to face in the NFL tonight. The road games he's had so far this year, not great environments, and two, the first time he's going to play in some really severe weather. So I think Belichick is absolutely going to try to eliminate Mac Jones for this football game. And the, the thing, the thing though about uh, the Patriots is they they've shocked me. I'm a team that's had, been in transition like the Patriots, and remember they got off to a very bad start. They're still great on the road. They're five and zero on the road. Uh, they don't turn the ball over. I was talking to Mark Schlereth, the former uh, NFL offensive lineman, multi Super Bowl winner. Mark was talking about when he when he studies the Patriots, they're so committed to what they do. They want you to make the mistake. That's why they win so much. You look at you look at what the Titans did to the, the Patriots a couple weeks ago. I talked about how well you could run the ball against the Patriots. The Patriots give up over 4.8 yards per carry, but they're waiting for you to turn the ball over. They don't turn it over. They're super disciplined, and you've got to coach your your players up. The running backs tonight, if Moss dresses, Matt Breda, by the has been a good changeup for them. Devin Singletary is their starter. There could there should be tonight. Because of the wins, a minimum of 60 rushing attempts in this game tonight. I really believe that. Obviously combined for two teams. Because, again, how in the world are you going to throw the ball with all this wind and, as you said, the snowy conditions? And I was just going to finish with that. We've got less than a minute, Adam. But when you talk about people playing totals and over-unders, nothing affects a game going under more than wind. People get gassed up about snow and rain. It's wind, Adam, yes. that causes it more than anything. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They, I just wish your Bills ran the ball better, but I expect them to be committed to it tonight because you don't want ball security with a quarterback and the ball slipping out of his hands tonight. Going to be interesting. I cannot wait for this game tonight now. Who do you got here, Adam? 20 seconds. Who's winning tonight? Who do you got? My heart is with your Bills, but my head says the Patriots because they run it better. We'll see. Oh, it's, it's, it's a very Adam. tough game. Oh, I know. I am Adam. hoping I'm wrong, though. Believe me, I'm hoping I'm wrong. Yesterday, Six, I did not do very well. 16... 16-13 Bills tonight, Adam. Let's go. Adam Kaplan, SportsGrid NFL Insider. We'll talk to you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back, Pharrell, coast to coast on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty. He'll be back tomorrow right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We will finish by ripping through all of the NBA and the NHL action tonight. So come on, let's do it. The Wizards are in Indiana tonight against the Pacers. Right now, minus five and a half for them. The Thunder in Detroit against the Pistons. Give me the Pistons tonight. The Thunder are putrid. The Sixers are in Charlotte against the Hornets. No ball, no Rogier. Out on the health and safety protocols. So the Sixers are laying seven as the road favorite. The Grizzlies are in Miami tonight against the Heat. The Cavs are in Milwaukee against the Bucks, minus six and a half. The Cavs have been covering those numbers, baby. Give me the six and a half, even 
even though they're on the back-to-back. The Hawks are in Minnesota against the T-Wolves tonight, minus two there. The Nuggets are in Chicago against the Bulls, only one and a half for the Bulls tonight. We like that. The Spurs are in Phoenix against the Suns. The Clippers are in Portland against the Blazers, minus three for L.A. Give me the home dog there with Portland. The Magic in Golden State to take on the Warriors, minus 16. That is a lot of wood, even for the Golden State Warriors at home. I know the Magic are awful, but that's a lot for a meaningless early December NBA game. We might have to jump on the Magic tonight. Hockey tonight. What do we have? Well, we do have two coaches getting chopped today. That's right. Travis Green of the Canucks, chopped. Bruce Boudreau is in. Elaine Vigneault of the Flyers, chopped. Mike Yo will be the interim head coach. The Flyers are at home tonight against the Colorado Avalanche, plus 172, the home dog. The Ducks are in D.C. against the Caps. The Senators are in Jersey against the Devils. The Coyotes are in Dallas against the Stars tonight. And we will take the Canucks, minus 152, with Bruce Boudreaux running the ship now against the Kings. And the Penguins are in Seattle late night against the Kraken. We like the Penguins tonight, minus 115. We keep playing against the Kraken every single night. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast. Thanks to Adam Kaplan, Cousin Sal, Rick Harrow, George Kurtz, Carver I, Scotty back tomorrow. Cash the tickets tonight. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.